welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 5, Episode 4, Foolin'. And Kelsey, will you please read us the episode summary? Sure can. Sorry guys, we're struggle city today. Um, JT and Liberty's relationship issues come to a head when Liberty gives JT some alarming news. Liberty takes a very practical approach to the problem because she doesn't think JT is mature enough to handle it. Once the shock wears off, JT realizes it's time for him to grow up. Spinner pursues a relationship with Darcy and finds her lifestyle more appealing than he originally thought. I mean, I guess that's all fine. They're trying to be as vague as possible. (laughs) To, like, not give away any of the, like, reveals of the episode, which is usually not, like, the these episode summaries i know normally they're just like liberty's pregnant the end (laughs) (laughs) liberty's pregnant darcy loves jesus basically or like they just flat out lie about something yeah liberty's pregnant jt's really cool with it (laughs) shit like that oh boy yeah hans can you tell us a little bit about foolin yes foolin is a 1983 song by def leppard um, and that's all I really fucking got. Oh my god, but on the, um, Wikipedia page, under Legacy, it says, The popular Canadian teen drama, Degrassi the Next Generation, which is known for naming each episode after an 80s hit song, named an episode after this song. <laughs> so that's and exciting. Also, this song is playable in the music video game Rock Band 3. Which I didn't know they made a third one. End of the legacy section of the song. So Bummer. it's doing great. Oh, Def Leppard. Um, don't really know how it relates to the episode. Because they've been fooling around. I guess, oh yeah, that's true. My brain's not working today. Struggle They've been city. fooling around. And they are fools for getting pregnant. I don't know. Everybody's foolish. Oh boy. Okay, let's get into this. So the episode starts with Liberty and JT are driving around in JT's car because JT now has his license, I guess. But Liberty does not. But JT's like helping her practice driving and he calls her my little speed demon. And oh my God, Liberty, can we get into fashion, please? Because Liberty's shoes. They're, they're like ballerina lace-up flats. Yeah, they're like I was. I was like they're just taking ballet flats to like a level that they don't need to be at. No, they're terrible. Um, other fashion notes: Liberty wears her backpack super high up on her back. Also, she's wearing all of the baggy sweatshirts for reasons we find out later. Uh, she and JT are starting to dress the same. They have like collars with like sweater sets and they're all like like uh, pastels and shit. They both look like they took the clothes off of an American Eagle mannequin and they were like, this is my outfit for life. Yeah. Yeah. And at one point, li- JT is wearing an American Eagle shirt with like the biggest eagle on it in the world. Um, he's also at one point wears like a polo with a hula dancer, like on his, on like one side of it. I didn't get it. Darcy's bangs are crazy. Yeah. She's got those 2005 layers, but at least her hair is long enough that she's pulling it off. Kind of. True. Um, She's cute. Spinner looks good. 
His hair is just really working for him now. Thank God. Um, I got nothing else. My fashion notes were really limited this episode. At one point, Manny was wearing a really bad tie-dye shirt that was, like, orange. Totally forgot Manny was even in this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's all I really got. Cool. This is going to be a... Sh- I don't know what the fuck this episode is. Anyway, so they're driving, and he's like, you did a great job. Which is not true, because we she's watched terrible. her drive. She is not good. And then he's like, we should celebrate, and like whips out a strip of condoms. Which is always a crazy move, because first of all, who's buying that many condoms? I don't understand I it. Just, and also... Why would you just whip it? You're th- that's like 30 more than you're going to use. <laughs> you're going to use like, I don't know, three tops. They're not going to use three. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not good at it. That's why. <laughs> that's they're true. babies. They'll use they're, one. Yeah. And, but she's like, no, I don't want to, I can't do that. And she's gets snippy with him and he's like, no, I can't do it. And then he gets and, mad. And he's, and she's like, I have to like do announcements in 15 minutes and he's like um i'm not gonna need more than 15 minutes. <laughs> and i was like cool romantic <laughs> and then the theme song plays and we continue to crack up at spinners part <laughs> of the theme song that's just gonna get me every just time. every time be the best <laughs> he's by himself he's so sad <laughs> staring at spinner or staring at craig and jimmy Oh, my God. This is the fucking best. It's so good. And then uh, we're back in school, and JT wants to try out for, like, the announcements, but Liberty's like, no, you shouldn't do that. Like, your entertainment path is not a responsible one. Which is basically what she says this entire episode. She's like, you're not responsible. Well, duh, you're dating JT. Yeah, you know what you got into, Liberty. Like, this is JT. Also, you guys are children. Like, he doesn't need to be that responsible yet, except when we find out why he should be more responsible. But you're just like, she's like giving him such a hard time, right? Like, without any context. And it's like not... Like it's JT's an idiot, but she's not being fair to him. No, not at all. I mean, I have a lot of conflicting feelings about all of this. Also, Toby calls JT her manservant, which <laughs> seems fair because Liberty's kind of a steamroller. Oh my god, a million percent. I want to ship JT and Liberty. I know that everyone else in the world does, but I'm just so grossed out by the way that JT acts around her. Yeah, he's it's so not... he's so pervy and he's so like liberty and I just it makes me like throw up in my mouth every time and I know that I'm going to alienate a lot of people because of that. Yeah, it's they um yeah, <laughs> no words. Um like on paper, they're really when they're cute, they're cute. Yeah. When they're not both being annoying or gross or anything i like them yeah but those moments are so few and far between that it's like mostly me being like i don't want to watch them yeah they've grossed me out um yeah i think it's it's just jt that grosses me out it is liberty always acts like a normal human well i mean like but by liberty but liberty she all liberty has always acted the same but like 
Whenever JT is around a female, he's gross. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't change. Like, you'd think Liberty would maybe, like, hammer that out of him a little bit, but it, does, he, it doesn't work. Oh, I hate it. And so then we cut to Spinners English class. class. Queen Kwan. He... I wrote, he only got an A minus and he's been in this class for like three years. <laughs> She's like, good job, A minus. And everyone's very impressed. And I'm like, you've been, you've done this like three times. You should be getting just an A. But it's Spinner. Like he's like, I'm still proud of his A minus for him. Cause let's be real. He probably doesn't get A minuses in any other subject. Third time's a charm. Yeah. And so, and then he's sitting next to Darcy and she's like, you got to help me know how to get past Quan's marks or something. And he's like, oh, I have tips. Like, I don't know. He's like trying to flirt. And Darcy's like, you're really bad at flirting. And I wrote, do I like this? And she's like, so why have you been? He's like, I've taken this class a couple times. Like, I got all the tips. And she's like, you're bad at flirting. Why are you in this class? Why are you still in this class? And I'm like, how does Darcy not know? About Spinner. We've already learned Darcy's a little dumb. Darcy's a little ditzy. And then Spinner is like, Oh, my dog last year had leukemia and like I had I couldn't take the final and she's like, You're also bad at lying. And I was like, That's a weird lie to tell. Yeah. And they're That's like a weird move. Kind of flirting. I don't remember it what comes of this conversation in the end. Um does he ask her out for coffee, or does that happen later? It happens later. No, Queen Kwan is just like, Gavin, pay attention. Okay. And then they smile at each other. <laughs> Gavin. And, and that's really it. But I'm like, I think I like this. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm supportive of it. Same. Um, it's and nice to see Spinner happy, even though like a lot of the times I'm like, Spinner doesn't deserve joy. But like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. He's trying. Yeah. He's doing he's doing the best he can. Ugh. Be the best. Yeah, pretty much. Um, um but then JT and Toby are talking and they're like in the locker room and they're doing like classic locker room talk and they're talking about like God. JT's shitty sex life and I just I just don't care. And JT's like complaining about how controlling Liberty is. And Toby's like, you got to be the man, JT. And Which I'm like, you're stupid. Me out. And then when JT's like, oh, I've been the man. And like starts talking about their sex life. And Toby like plugs his ears and starts singing Oh Canada. Which I kind of like how that's his like form of like blocking things out. And okay, and that always makes me think of hockey games. And then... <laughs> I've never been to a hockey game. Really? I recommend it. It's a good time. And then... It's a lot of punching. And then JT's like, Liberty's like stressed and she needs some de-stressing, if you know what I mean. And I'm like, I am distressed listening to this conversation. Could we please move on? I'm hungover. I almost threw up when we watched <laughs> that scene. I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. It's going to happen to me. Uh, terrible. And then the next... Scene Spinner's like trying to talk to Jimmy in the hallway, which is like Spinner, just stop. Does Jimmy just, just always have a basketball <laughs> at all times? <laughs> Character just, development. He just has one in his lap. I like, don't know. Does Jimmy always. He's not dressed to go coach. So why? I don't know. Why does Aubrey need a prop? I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Spinner tries to talk to Jimmy. Jimmy's not having it. And Darcy, like, sees this exchange. And then uh, Spinner tells Darcy about his involvement with the Rick thing. But not really. Because he's like, I was involved. Just 
only in the most indirect way, which like that that's not the truth. But okay, you mean what? Like the maybe the second most direct way you were involved? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But he does, like, come clean about it in his own kind of way. Kind of. And Darcy then invites him. He's like, well, a couple, some of us are, like, hanging out after school. You should come. And he, like, is excited about it. And then we're with JT and Liberty again. Liberty's in the media immersion room. And she's, like, really, really stressed out. And JT's, like... But Snake is, like, complimenting her on how well she's doing with the budget. Right. Which is nice. And then he leaves. And then JT is like, hey, like, we should go on... We should have a movie night with, like, all of our friends. Like, get your mind off of all of this stuff. And it's very nice that he's, like, trying to, like, relieve some of the stress in a not creepy way. Which is kind of what I thought he was going to initially do. Yeah, I was very relieved for that. And but then Liberty's talking about like all this stuff that she has to do for school class president exclusively. I'm like, how demanding is high school pr- class president? <laughs> like you probably have teachers helping you with all of that like, shit. Like I feel like there isn't actually that much that you have actually to have do. to do. Like I understand that high school is demanding because frankly they overwork children and it's a little ridiculous and you have like hours of homework and extracurriculars and whatever if, if you're like a person who isn't a juvenile delinquent um you know as far as i've heard <laughs> um, so but, but like I, I feel like class president i don't know if you've been a class president fucking tweet at us because i just don't understand like all the things that you have to do i feel like there aren't that many things there's, like, only so many things that you'll have to... Like, and usually when you're a class president, you have, like, people in, like, leadership. Like, you have other people helping you. You have other students helping you, and you, like, delegate your shit to other people, Yeah. too. Like, so it's not all one person doing all of the things. Like, I feel like Marco was never this stressed out about being No, because he knew how to delegate. We don't know who her vice president is. We don't... Like, we don't... She's... But she is Liberty, so she probably doesn't, as we see, she doesn't like giving up control. So she probably, yeah. she probably puts it all on herself because she can't, doesn't trust other people to do things and it just makes her more stressed out. Of course. It's not a good way to live your life. It is not. It's stupid. And then, but then JG's like, let's have a movie night. And she's like, okay, we can do that. And they, they have like a cute moment. Yeah, it's it's sweet. It's one of the few moments where I'm like not grossed out by whatever they do. Um, <laughs> and then Spinner joins Friendship Club, and I wrote, "Oh, Jesus, Barbie!" Oh boy! And then yeah, so then Spinner comes into the room, and he's everyone's sitting in a circle, and he's like, "Why is everyone sitting in a circle? Like we should move the chairs." And he's like not getting it. And then he sits down next to Darcy, and Darcy's like. This is Spinner's first time here. And then they all join hands and he's confused. And then they start like saying that Jesus prayer. What like our father who art in heaven, blah, blah, blue, do, do. Hallowed be thy name. (laughs) And Spinner's like, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. He looks very alarmed. And it's called the Lord's Prayer, by the way. Right. I Mm -hmm. did. I'm really. Yeah. I did those things for a bit. Gotcha. It was a thing. I probably actually used to know it when I 
because I went to an Episcopal day school when I was in like kindergarten, but I that none of that stuck. Anyway, anyway, um, and then they're at the movie theater, and JT and Liberty are like happy, and JT's ordering like a shit ton of food, and oh my Paige God. is like, why the, the food that they described made me queasy, like corn bucket and cola tub. I was like, I'm not on board for any of these words. <laughs> it sounded like a lot of calories. And <laughs> and I I also just like kind of love that JT, Toby, Liberty, Emma, and Manny all like still hang out and they're like going to the movies together and I just thought it was kind of adorable. It makes me so happy. I like that a lot. And then of course fucking Toby and JT can't stop talking about JT's sex life <laughs> right so in front of gross. other people. And JT's talking about teaching her how to drive and stick shift. And I was like, I'm going to throw up everywhere. And then. Sorry, I keep talking about throwing up. <laughs> Can you tell where my head's at? And Toby's like, I don't want to hear about your sex life. And I'm like, cool, cool yelling. Um, but then, also like, same guy. Nobody wants to hear that. No. But what did make me laugh before any of this happened <laughs> was Paige saying, yeah, that'll be $400. <laughs> I know. That was amazing. It's <laughs> the best line in this entire episode. And then Liberty overhears the bragging and she's like, JT, why are you telling Toby about this? This is stupid. And then she pours the bucket of root beer down his pants, which I also enjoyed. Yeah. She's like, um, private matters should be kept private. And right. then... And then I think... soda down his pants. Yeah. And then Paige is like, yeah, you still have to pay for that. Yep. And I just wrote, he deserved that. Oh, for sure. And then I think it's the next day. They're driving. JT's driving them to school. And Liberty's, like, snipping at him and is, like, stressed out. And I think And they're, like, well, they're fighting because he's, like, apologizing. And she's, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you shouldn't have, like, told people that. And he's, like, you don't let, uh, like, we never talk about anything. You don't let me contribute, blah, blah, blah. He basically is like, you're a steamroller, um, which like we're like, yes, she is. And he's like, he's like, we never compromise on anything. And she's like, uh, we did last summer when you were like, let's get king sized condoms. And I was like, Ew. OK, fine. Um, and it slipped off. And I was like, guys, <laughs> let's I mean, Liberty, you're smarter than this. Yeah. Not the sex thing. Do whatever the fuck you want. But, but like, you know what his dick looks like. No, Yeah, we all have established, like, the show has established on multiple occasions that JT has a stack of dimes. He oh Just that imagery like, <laughs> is like, oh, God. And I wonder how the actor feels We all about know about the line. penis pump. And, like, no, but also, like, nobody really needs a king-size condom anyway. Um... Actually, well, I guess some people do, but not like a large majority of people. So, yeah, they but they're stupid. And then she tells him that she's that pregnant. she's pregnant, which like, yes, you should definitely tell him. You probably should have told him when you thought three it months like ago. three months ago. Um, But also don't tell him when he's driving because then he crashed the car of course he did and it's crazy actually though i remember the pre like the trailer for this episode on the end and it was like so dramatic but when i watched the episode before this i had like recorded it on my tivo or something and then they always show like the preview for the next week's episode at the end and i remember the way it was set up like the very end of the trailer was like someone 
is and then my recording like cut off right there and I was like someone is what someone is what what's going on and then I like had like then I just like turned on the end live until that commercial came on because I was like freaking out and I didn't know it was happening and the preview it ended with someone is pregnant and then I was like what's going on oh my god but yeah I remember that happening and I remember this being like a very dramatic episode Drama. So much drama. Drama. Oh, good. Drama club. Anyway. And then, like, Mrs. H is like, oh, okay, accidents happen. Like, I'll deal with the police. And Liberty's like, a dog came out of this, ran into the road, and JT swerved. He did everything he could. Like, okay. It sounded like the fake dog died. (laughs) There was no dog. So. And then. Also, JT's car is, like, shockingly unhurt. Like, for how fucked up Spinner's car was after Paige crashed it into Dean's car, like, JT straight up destroyed a bus stop. (laughs) And, like, his car was fine. There was a lot of glass. Yeah, but that was from From the bus bus stop. From the bus stop? I don't know. Whatever. And... Getting hung up on the logistics. Then they're in class, and then... I think they get pulled out. I don't know. I just know JT and Liberty start talking. And Liberty's like, like, JT's like, like, how long have you known about this? And she's like, three months. And he's like, wait, what is fucking, like, are you actually sure that you're pregnant? Like, and Liberty's like, well, do you want to buy me a pregnancy test? And he's like, you haven't even taken a fucking pregnancy test? Which we're all JT in this moment. Because she's like, a woman knows. A woman just knows. I'm like, I don't know how real that is. I've never been pregnant before, but I mean, I'm pretty sure a woman doesn't just know. I mean, I guess she probably just hasn't gotten her period for three months, which is probably alarming. But yeah, also Liberty, like, Liberty. But test. it's like, I don't even know. I get it, but I also don't get it because Liberty is such a control freak. You'd think she'd like want to make a thousand percent sure with like all of the backup tests to like make sure that this is something that is actually happening but she's like talking about she's like every day I wake up not wanting to be pregnant and I'm still pregnant and I'm like girl get your shit together I understand this is scary and you're a teenager and you're like trying to pretend that it's not happening but at some point like that you're gonna have to deal with this shit seriously get it the fuck together liberty and then Darcy comes up to Spinner in the cafeteria. And she's like, is this seat taken? And Holland and I were both like, this seat is never taken. <laughs> and just like, yeah, yeah. No, he's like, no, no, go ahead. Sit down, please. Like, somebody talk to me. It's kind of sad. And then Darcy is like, like, JT, or I don't know what I'm saying. No, Darcy. Spinner is like, oh, so... I didn't know that was a Christian club. I don't know if I'm really into that. And then, uh, and then Darcy's like, I mean, it's I joined a couple months ago and it's really fun, but it's like that's not all that I'm about. Like I like making fart jokes, and she watches UFC, and Spinner's like, you're allowed to do that. I'm like, Spinner, what do you fucking think this club is? And she's like, I'm not in a cult. It's just like a club where we talk about Jesus or something. So the thing with this is that. Um, I like, I like that it, Darcy is like, this isn't all I am because people aren't just one thing. Yeah. Um, which is a very valid point, but I also love that, um, 
all the points that she's making about like what she is otherwise <laughs> are so lame and like would only appeal to Spinner. But the, it means that they work, I guess. Yeah. And then Spinner. She's like, I'd cream you in laser tag. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And then Spinner's like, well, do you want to get coffee tonight? And she's like, yes. And it's cute. Also, I've learned that, you know how some people don't like the word moist? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't bother me, but I've learned that I hate the word cream. Cream? Uh, yeah, I'm like, ugh. Like, I don't like it as a verb. Like, if it's... Oh, if, like, I'm going to cream you? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I, I only like the word cream if it has the word ice in front of it. <laughs> or, like, coffee. Cream. Um, oh, we need to stop saying cream. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. And then JT has a dramatic like purchasing a pregnancy test scene where like weird music is playing. Oh, the music and is so funny. Yeah. And he's like bombarded with babies in the family planning aisle and the clerk is like super judgy when he hands her the pregnancy test and it's all great. Yeah, I was like this this cashier is really shady. It's amazing. And then we're at their house, at Liberty's house, and da- oh, Danny's hair is kind of crazy, and it, like, grew significantly since the last time we saw him. I'm kind of feeling it. And and he's got, like, a middle school, like, dirt stash, too, that, oh, I'm, that like, I'm not, not into. And Liberty's in the bathroom, and JT's, like, stressed out waiting for her, and Danny's, like, t- making jokes, and JT's, like, fucking go away, you're stupid. And we are with JT in that moment. Also, like, Danny is, uh, I mean, I know that he's, like, a 14-year-old boy, but I'm just like, you're so immature. So immature. You're so gross. And then Liberty comes out, and it's positive, obviously. Because a woman knows, whatever. (laughs) And then the next day, JT auditions for the announcements, and he's doing really poorly because he's distracted by... The fact that Liberty is pregnant. And then, like, they leave, and Liberty's like, I told you you shouldn't have auditioned for it. It's not a response. It's not a practical career path. Blah, blah, blah. And then they get into this huge fight. And, um. And I'm like, I'm just, I understand. All right. So, first of all, she's pregnant, so she's hormonal. And also, she's freaking out. So, I want to give Liberty the benefit of the doubt as much as possible. But also, I'm just so annoyed by her just because she's being, like, the biggest steamroller. Such a steamroller. And I totally understand where she's coming from, but it doesn't make her any less obnoxious to me, even though I'm a little bit ashamed of that. Yeah, and it's, like, I understand, like, totally why she's freaking out, why she is... I understand why she's annoyed with JT for not, like taking things seriously because they're about to have a very serious thing happen to them but he also literally just found out like yesterday and she needs to take a step back and be like okay he just found out about this he's still processing this i've known about this for three fucking goddamn months maybe i should let him like process this information but she's not because she's like 16 and hormonal and pregnant and liberty steamroller person yeah she's but this whole like it's not a practical career path first of all i mean i guess do you but babies having babies is terrifying mm-hmm. and i'm like you neither of you should be having a baby and i'm i'm actually kind of surprised about this whole 
Like, I, I understand that some people just don't believe in abortion for themselves. What I don't understand about this whole situation with Liberty is why she's not considering adoption. Because she's such, like, a practical person and she wants to have a life and, you know, be mm-hmm. successful. And, like, that's been her whole existence. Uh, so why is she like, I'm going to have a baby now? I think she... All, I think it's kind of back to the control thing where... Or maybe she just, like, had this idea in her head, like, when she got... Whenever she would get pregnant, it would... She would obviously keep it it would be her baby it just happened at like a different time in her life than she thought it was and so she's still kind of operating under like what you think you're supposed to do when you have a baby and she's like not really entertaining any other options because it's like it's already something not going according to plan and she's like trying to have as much like control over the situation as possible to what like she originally thought I don't know that could be totally wrong I'm like probably making this up in my head but I don't know. It seems like she hasn't actually thought about this a lot. She's just been, like, living in denial for the past three months because she hasn't told anybody about this. And she, she, like, doesn't – she still, like, doesn't want it to be true. But now she's, like, actually having to face it because she's finally told JT about it. But then the next scene, JT and Toby are talking and Toby's, like, playing with a toy car – and JT tells Toby about Liberty, and then he crushes his toy car. And it's literally the same thing that happened with the real car before. And we're yep. like, okay, we see what you did. And then Toby's like, you need to talk to her. Because JT's like talking about how Liberty's still being terrible to him. And Toby's like, you need to talk to her. Like, He's actually giving me some good advice. He's like, you need to talk to her. You guys need to figure this out. Like, you'll f- like you like you can go to Miss Sauve. I'm sure he's like offering all the options and trying to it's like automatically a helpful and supportive friend which i appreciate we haven't liked toby this much in a while so yeah and then we're at the dot oh i forgot to mention this during fashion police but spinner's wearing like a goddamn like leather wrist cuff of course he is and he's just nickelback as a human (laughs) oh boy and then darcy comes in and they're like Drinking coffee and then Spinner or Jimmy like goes out of his way to like come by and be like, hey, so by the way, you know about him, right? He tends to get people shot and blah, blah, blah. Like totally just like going out of his way to talk. Yeah. But Darcy doesn't care. Oh, before that happened, though, Darcy made like brought Spinner a bird yeah, CD. Can, can I talk about this? <laughs> yeah. Um. So... The three artists that he mentions are on this burnt CD, which, by the way, I made CDs for friends, um, like, well into college. Yeah, um, same. Are Green Day, Missy Elliott, and Arcade Fire. And but I'm he like, calls the- her Missy E. Which, like, did they not have permission to use the words Missy Elliott? <laughs> um, but what the fuck is this playlist? None of these bands go well together. No, I don't understand it. There can't possibly any sort of flow to like they're all good separately, but there can't be any sort of flow to this fucking playlist. It's like a now CD. It's like I don't get it. And then Darcy's like, "Tell me something that like nobody really knows about you." And then we learn that Spinner was in like child beauty pageants as a child. And he won, like, Mr. Handsome, ages four through six. 
And then Darcy's like, what happened after age six? And Spooner's like, I don't know. I just like, I guess I got ugly or something. And it's like actually kind of a cute conversation. It is. And then that's when Jimmy comes over. But like Darcy doesn't really care because she already knows. Like Jimmy's like, whatever he's telling you is probably all a lie. But like Spinner's actually been really honest and upfront with Darcy like from the beginning. And she's still like into it. And she... Like I can, like I appreciate that she like truly likes Spinner for who Spinner is. I'm feeling it actually. Um, and then JT is talking to Liberty and they're fighting, and he, I mean, I don't have a ton of. I should have more notes about this, but I really don't. Um, yeah, I just wrote. He's basically, just like you're a steamroller. This isn't working. Peace. Yeah. They 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 have a fight and they're talking about being practical again and then they break up basically, and which like it's bad timing but also bad timing, but like also like they were terrible together, yeah, and like JT was saying like everything you used to like about me you hate about me now and like yeah Liberty's just kind of holding his personality against him which isn't great it's not fair to either of them no like they need to break up but also like bad time she's like you're breaking up with me now i'm like yeah this isn't great timing but like also it needs to happen um and then the next scene darcy is talking to spinner like on a bench and he's like hey so that was awkward and Darcy's like, you can't make Jimmy forgive you, especially if you haven't forgiven yourself. And he's like, yeah, yeah, friendship club. She's like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Like, you need to be, like, cool with yourself and because you're a cool person and I like you. And I don't really remember exactly what she said, but she's giving him very good advice. She's like, don't folk, like, don't try to control things that you have no control over. Like, start with yourself and I can help you because I like you, and it was cute. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I was very on board for it. I like them. And then the last scene, JT like comes up to Liberty. He's like, "Hey, I got a job." Um, because I knew like it's like the only thing that I can do to help. I really want to help out with you and the baby like I know like Liberty's like well we're not back together and he's like I know but I really want to be here for you and like I want to be part of this and I'm like okay that's nice that JT is stepping up and then the episode ends but he's like talking about how he'll also get a discount on diapers I'm like why are any of these people talking about adoption well spoiler alert they will talk about it later I know but but like (laughs) come on guys who here wants a baby? Nobody in this situation. No, I know. They're but they're children and they don't understand. They're so dumb. And then Liberty says the saddest thing where she like admits that she's never needed help before. Yeah. And I'm like, oh Liberty. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. It's like a kind of a bummer ending. Um Yeah, this like pregnancy blows up their relationship. <laughs> it's very sad. Yeah. And, like, I forgot, like, how kind of short-lived their relationship was. Or I guess, like, we just never really saw it that often, I guess. Yeah. Which I'm, like, okay with because I was kind of grossed out whenever we did see it. But it's sad. I'm sad that they broke up. Me too. 
Um, uh, actually. <laughs> I'm sad for them, I guess. Yeah, I don't want to see it anymore because JT grosses me out, but. Yeah. JT I don't needs, know why. It's has some maturing he needs to do. Yeah, I think it's just that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a good dude. Yeah. And he's not bad looking. No. He's just. I guess. <laughs> um, just, uh, yeah. His behavior. But we have a YouTube comment that I will read. I appreciate that because <laughs> I don't want to sit up. Full disclosure, I'm laying down. We're lying in my bed right now because we're very hungover. We're doing great. Um, The comment is from Kyla Harrod five months ago, and it just says, Toby never had a glow up. He just gets taller. <laughs> <laughs> Your half-hearted laugh. <laughs> um, it's funny. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just... That's all you have energy for. I'm broken. Um, and all right, so... Spirit Squad Captain Darcy. Yeah, I was gonna go with Darcy too. Yeah, Darcy. She was great. She was great. She was so understanding. So understanding, not judgmental at all. Be like very supportive person. And said the word cream more than I cared for. <laughs> like you mean one? <laughs> the one time. Um has confusing taste in stuff, but seems really good for Spinner. Yeah. Which leads us right into Ship of the Episode. Ship episodes. of the Episode's obviously Spinner and Darcy. God damn, yes. They're so good. They're so good. I love them together. Like, Darcy is totally what he needs. And actually, like, I think this is the first relationship he's been in where they're, like, kind of on even footing, I guess. Um, Like, he doesn't have, like, a domineering, like, person like Paige who he just is like putty in her hands and he's not like striving for like the hottest girl in school like when he was with Manny for like the cachet of that and it's like this is like a relationship that started out in like a nice open and honest place and I think that's like totally what Spinner needs right now yeah I'm excited for it I love it and then moral of the episode Don't use extra large king size condoms when you know you don't need them. Practice safe and responsible sex. Um, be honest with people. We say that every time. But it holds true. Yeah. And learn how to like accept help from people. Oh yeah, that's a good one for this episode. Yeah. Like learn like like you can't do everything by yourself. Know when to, like, ask for help. Exactly. And I think that kind of applies to Spinner, too. Yeah. A little bit. But, yeah. We have grapevines. Oh, God, we do. We have some grapevines. Oh, my God. I have so many notifications on my phone. Um, Popular. We have an email from my sister, Allegra. And so I'm just going to read it. So while listening to a recent podcast, I looked up a bunch of IMDb's of Degrassi actors and made some amazing discoveries. One, the girl who plays Alex tried out to be Paige and, and Ashley. Two, um, Mike Lowell originally tried out for Dylan, but they liked him so much they gave him a bigger role. Three, Adamo Marco originally tried out to be Craig. 
So just picture a few scenarios. <laughs> Jay as Dylan dating Marco. Alex as Ashley dating Marco as Craig. Alex as Paige being related to Jay as Dylan. In the original... Oh, and originally Craig's character was supposed to be gay. So imagine Jay as Dylan fighting with Marco, who was like played by Craig, over another Marco. Um, when in doubt, kiss Marco. Alex dating Jimmy or Spinner because she would be playing Ashley. Alex with an extreme emo phase. Marco being the subject of Hell Hath No Fury t-shirts. That one made me laugh the most. <laughs> Jay being really into hockey. The possibilities are endless and bonkers. More fun facts. Cassie Steele was originally cast as Gabriella in High School Musical, but had to bail due to filming conflicts with season five of Degrassi. Oh boy, I'm sure she regrets that now. <laughs> Stacey Farber, Jake Epstein, Shane Kippel, Lauren Collins, and Drake are of... At, oh, I'm going to say this wrong. Ashkenazi? Jewish descent? I, yeah. But did I butcher that? I think that's right. And she said, I found that interesting that half the cast had this as a fun fact on IMDb. Um, Stacey Farber and Jake Epstein went to an art school together through in grades four through eight. Jake Goldsby has no IMDb photo. Also, he's probably a Jew, but IMDb does not have that as a fun fact. <laughs> Daniel Clark's little brother was on Strange Days at Blake Holsey High. Um, I don't know what that is. It's like it was on Discovery Kids channel. It was like I feel like I've told you about this because the kid from Life with Derek was on it too. Oh, right. Derek okay. from Life with Derek. Never forget Life with Derek. <laughs> fucking Life with Derek. Oh my god. Um, you mean the show it was got like canceled because it got really close to incest. Oh boy. And it was like about this like boarding school that had like strange things that happened, like strange days at like Blake Holsey High, Black Hole High. It was like supernatural oh. and kind of cool. And, oh, also, Jake Epstein auditioned to be on Glee, and Jake Epstein and Lauren Collins were both on Girls vs. Boys Hawaii in 2004. I 1,000% remember that because I watched that show, and it was great. I don't think I ever got as far as season four in that show. I think I watched all of them, just because I watched, like, everything that was on the end, like, religiously, because it was, like, my favorite channel. Same. Um... But thank you for sharing that with us, Allegra. That was fun times. Um, we also have a review. But it's our uh, so the review is from Allison ten fifteen and she says, um was wondering who to be shipped with, and I came to either Sav or Craig, and I couldn't pick one. So I guess we'll pick one for her. Um, we can do both. Yeah, we can do both. I need to figure out a way to ha make this work without involving a band, which could be difficult. I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> um, fuck it. All right. So you are at a... Canadian music festival <laughs> and you're having a great time you're having a ball you're seeing all of the shows and on so you first go to one show 
It's like a really intimate space. There's a beautiful man playing an acoustic guitar, singing his heart out. You somehow like squeeze your way to the front of the crowd and it's like he's playing directly to you. And this man is Craig Manning and he's like singing his heart out. He catches her eye multiple times and you're like, oh my God. He's like, is he actually singing to me? What's going on? Like, it's not just me, right? I'm, it's not me like falling in love with the musician on first sight. No, he's like staring daggers at you. He's like seeing you. He sees your beauty. He can't like handle it. He's basically just putting on a performance just for you. But then the show ends and you're like, oh, that was weird. And then you like walk away. But little do you know, he's like he would he was like about to try to come up to you. But you walk away and you go on to the next show. And lo and behold, it's Sav and Peter's band or like across the place. And you see them perform and like they're having a good time and it's really cool. And you're like, oh, my God, that Sav guy is so fucking hot. What's going on? I honestly don't remember what like his role was in that band um and so you see that and then somehow you like run into him after he's like exiting the stage and you're like oh my god that was so good you did a great job he's oh thanks actually we're like all the bands are like having kind of a get-together backstage right now or in the green room or I don't know where I don't know what this venue is I'm making it up and he's like, he's like, you should totally come. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. This, like, hot guy asked me to come to this party. Great. I'm going. So you go to the party and you're talking to Sav. And then all of a sudden you feel, like, a tap on your shoulder and you turn around and it's Craig Manning. And he's like, hey, um, I recognize you from the my show earlier and I was wondering if like could I get you a drink but you're like you're already talking to Sav and Sav is like oh no I already got her one like it's fine and Craig is like oh are you sure and then you're like caught between these two beautiful men and you're like I don't know what I want to do they're both so great and it's like dramatic you have two beautiful people fighting over you, like, low-key and, like, politely because they're Canadian and it's great. And I'm not going to end your story. I'm going to leave it on a cliffhanger and, like, you're going to complete the rest of it in your brain. You're going to be like, Craig or Sav, Craig or Sav, I can't decide. Maybe it's just, like, you kind of go back and forth between them. It, like, and you're like, I'm dating both of them and it's amazing. Or you're like, you finally choose one of them and you live happily ever after. And that's my fan fiction. Or alternately, mm, trouble. All three of you date. It's good. It's a good time. You're in a polyamorous relationship with all of them. Everybody. It's beautiful. It's I like magic. it. <laughs> so that's that. And I hope you liked it. I hope... It wasn't too dramatic for you, and I'm sorry that I had to make you make the decision in the end, but I think it was great. But I loved it. If anybody else would like their own fan fiction, you can find us on iTunes and rate and review us. Leave us a review. We love making these fan fictions for you guys, and we hope you like them too. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at Degrassi Pod. We're also on Tumblr at whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. You can also email us at whateverittakespodcast 
at gmail.com. And we're on SoundCloud. You can leave us comments on the episodes there or send us messages. And like I said, we're on iTunes. And personally, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And what are you going to be recommending today? I'm going to recommend something that you've already recommended, but I just started watching it again. I'm going to just recommend Crazy Ex-Girlfriend because it's really great. It's a fucking funny show. Um, Rachel Bloom is great. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. Do it. Get into it. Oh, you know what I'm going to recommend? I'm going to recommend one specific interview on one specific podcast. <laughs> um, I really liked the Jim um, Advins interview on um, You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. I need to listen to that one. Um, he's the Lead front man for Jimmy, Jimmy World, World, and it's fucking, it's like, it's a really, really good one. I gotta listen. I loved it. It was such a good episode. Cool. So, listen to that one interview. Um, all right. Well, that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.